I'd forgotten that I'm going to laugh during this. That's well, just the way can't. it is. You can't. You can put in can't <laughs> laughter afterwards. Okay. Oh. Okay, let us, uh, let us, do you want to start? Because I'm, I'm in pain. Al's in pain, so I have to do the intro, but um, without the script, I can never guarantee success. Mm. Hello and welcome to Look At What You Listen, the podcast where we talk to each other. <laughs> maybe, maybe, I'll, maybe I'll do the script. I'm, I'm, I don't think I'm, I'll be in more pain after, after I hear you try and do it. Two old radio heads going through six subjects in around 30 minutes with their opinions and stories thrown in. Bear in mind, we don't know what each other's subjects are. And you're welcome to contribute. Look at uniquemedia.ie or tweet. Look at podcast on Twitter. So we do three stories each. Uh, what is it? It is it, current affairs, affairs culture, uh, culture, and a wild, and a wild card. Everything uh, happened. Loosely culture, uh, current affairs. Loosely everything. We're we're pretty loose as 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 a, a duo. <laughs> Indeed, we're like we're like jazz. Yeah, we're like jazz. I mean, I'm not gonna say like we're like that really advanced, really fancy <laughs> jazz that like you know very um, intricate, um, all kinds of. We uh, could be. We could be. Yeah. Look, we, we read stuff and we talk about it and we amuse each other. Exactly. And that's really the, the reason that we're doing this, because it gives us, a, <laughs> gives us a chance to have a coffee every week. Yes. Have you a coffee or a cup of tea there? You are looking particularly bright, by the way. Thank you. Uh, I don't know if, if that's if that's a compliment on that I, I look well or the fact that I'm sitting beside the window. And so the camera's picking up all the light and you can't actually see me. So it could be a... It could be a critique or a compliment. I'm choosing to take it as the latter. I, it would always be a compliment. And the light has come in, <laughs> whatever way you're sitting there, the light has come in and, and lit you up correctly. My angelic aura. Exactly. That's it. As you as you have. <laughs> All the time. And we're, we're both wearing t-shirts. We are both wearing t-shirts. Very unusual that you'd be wearing a t-shirt. Um, I have this cracked rib. So, which yeah. I've just told you about, which is causing me a little bit of pain. But um, <laughs> is that a reason? You got it from saving an old lady <laughs> from an entire gang of thieves, which oh. was amazing. And you had to sacrifice a rib, but you're, you're her hero and our hero. I did say try not to make me laugh. <laughs> The real oh, story God. is even more impressive. The, the real story, the real story is even more impressive. Yeah, jumping into a bin to take some stuff out of it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I knew straight away, bang, <laughs> that it was it was gone because it's it's happened on a good few occasions before and it's it's fine until somebody makes you laugh. And who makes me laugh? Sorry. Um but it's not it's not in any way funny that you've cracked your cracked your rib. Um, but I do think the thought of you jumping into a bin, especially because I know you probably would have had a really nice shirt on and everything. <laughs> yeah, but it, it was a brand new bin, though. <laughs> it was very, cl- it was very clean. So there comes a time in your life when you just stop jumping into bins. Exactly. Well, I didn't actually yeah. jump into it. I leaned over to take something out of it and forgot that. I, how stupid can you be? I jumped up in order to get in a little bit further so that I could get down to it, and then straight down onto my ribs and boom, bang! Can't you breathe. Should- Rip. Stuck with granny story. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it was bad. So I was saving this granny, right? She was walking across yeah. the road. And Very wonderful looking old lady. Oh, listen. And she hit me with the with the, uh, with the the umbrella in the ribs. Actually stronger than she looked. Oh, uh, yeah, exactly. She was only about three foot six. And yeah. she hit me with the umbrella because I was trying to take her the wrong, the wrong, the wrong way across the road. Don't subjugate ladies of a certain age because they have butts back. Yeah, exactly. You know you're old, by the way, and it'll happen to you soon enough when when somebody you know becomes a granny or a grandfather. 
Yeah. And it's happening earlier and earlier. Now, it happened to me many years ago, but it does when it gets to. Yeah, exactly. Like, I'd say I was probably I was probably 40 when somebody I knew and, and had hung around with me. Yeah, because the girl uh, was a mate of mine and she had a kid quite young, probably around 19. And then her kid at 21 has a kid. And now suddenly she's a granny. I say, you can't be a granny. That makes me really old. Uh, I haven't got there yet. I have friends with children who who are in their teens. Mm-hmm. That's as far as we've got. So no, no grannies on the horizon that we know of. But exactly. I look forward to it. Well, I don't know whether you will or not. It just makes you feel really old. And <laughs> um, the dog is bringing the ball over to me because you can't understand why we're not playing fetch. Yeah, our timings are a little bit out today because uh, because we both have things to do. So, <laughs> other than this, so um, the poor dog, we're, we're eating into his throwing the ball time. Yeah, throwing the ball is between half nine and ten. So okay, that's really sad. So. She's gone off looking real sad with the ball. Like I should actually take a picture. It's so funny. Just looking in a forlorn way at me beside the ball. Yeah. So, looking, yes. Looking so at we you, were... looking at a ball, looking at you, looking at a ball. Yeah. And now she's wandered off down the garden to wait for the ball to be thrown. It is the saddest thing. <laughs> okay. Saddest, the saddest thing. Um, but let us proceed with current affairs. I think we probably should. Yes. So that Stevie can get her ball run, run new music, please. Yes. <laughs> So this is a continuation of a story that you brought to our attention about driverless cars. Okay. If we were just a little wary of driverless cars, how do we feel about driverless planes? Ireland's first air taxi service to begin trials in Shannon this year from the Irish Examiner. Air taxi and cargo services would be provided using drones and unmanned aerial vehicles. Now I hadn't, because I'm a bit behind the times when it comes to the tech, Mm -hmm. I hadn't really heard much about air taxis, but they're closer than we think. You can hire an air taxi, or you will be able to, uh, to take you places and there's no driver. How do you feel about that? I would not be keen on a driverless plane. Although, to be fair, they're probably safer than driverless cars. Interesting. I saw a movie recently that made me distrust planes in general. I cannot remember the name. Was it of called it? Snakes on a Plane by any chance? It I don't wasn't. know. I don't know what the movie was about. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> that no took its time. I feel like there might be a clue in the title, but I don't know. Yeah. Um, oh. But this, anyway, is very, uh, very interesting and is closer than we would think. I don't like drones anyway, because they're always, there's a load of kids with drones in my neighborhood and they fly over our garden and they make loads of noise and they disturb my animal, mm. which I don't like because I like my animal a lot and she doesn't like being disturbed. She tries to eat them and she can't eat them because they're in the sky. So it's all very, it's all very conflicting. Um, so she's excited, but also, oh, we brought two balls. We brought a second oh, ball. very good. Well, just to be sure, to be sure. Well, one didn't work, <clears> two didn't work. Um, so this is closer than we think. Beginning trials, and we could actually be looking at air taxis by 2022. They're launching an operational very port at Shannon's FMCI campus in 2022 thereby encouraging participation and investment in Ireland's advanced aerial mobility industry. So we're well on the way towards this new driverless plane system that's going to bring your goods and yourself wherever you need to go. I wouldn't have a problem with it with the goods. I don't know if you've seen MANA. They're a company that our Bobby Healy is, uh, owns and he's doing uh, drones for delivering um, takeaway food. Really? Yes. How invasive are these drones now? Are they, <clears> they going to... Do they know not to annoy us? 
well, they're not annoying you if they're bringing you your Chinese or your Indian or whatever. Do you know what I mean? And it takes only a couple of minutes to get from the um, the restaurant to your house. I think it's a great idea. It is a great idea. I'm just always a little bit worried that there's going to be loads of, loads of fast food flying through the air. There's definitely going to be lots of incidents of birds, seagulls in particular, stealing burgers. No, oh. they, that, that's not how... Well, you see, what happens is the thing comes to your house, right? And then right. it rings you. To, okay. tell you, to tell you it's outside, <clears throat> excuse me, and uh, you click a button and say, yeah, I'm here. And then it lowers the food on a, on a, a, a wire and it Ooh. drops it. It's brilliant. It's absolutely fantastic. Wow. Um, I think they're going to use it for medicines as well, for bringing medicine to people. But, wow, um, wow. but okay. I, I don't care about that. Saving people. I'm more interested in the, uh, in the getting the <laughs> Indian nice and warm. Today. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it would be nice and warm, wouldn't it? Yes. Yeah. Uh, well, we've had a lot of stories about flying food. We had haggis in space. Now we've got burgers in, in your back garden. Exactly. No, it's um, it. I, I was chatting to a really interesting author yesterday for my kiddies book show um, who said one of the weirdest animals, he, he wrote this great book, his name's Andrew Petty, and he's a super cool guy. And he wrote this book called Listify, and I got really, like, too, way too into it. it was, it's 300 really interesting lists for kids. You wouldn't like that at all, Neve. Oh, good. There was like all the five five top ways to clone a T-Rex and based on real science. So Ooh. I'm going to be real busy with that one. But uh, one of the weirdest things, he had the top 10 things that have fallen out of the sky that shouldn't have fallen out of the sky. And apparently in Florida, frozen iguanas fall out of the sky because they cool down. They're up on the trees. And when they get to a certain temperature, they kind of freeze and they can't really move. And then they fall out of trees and then they hit the ground. And they actually are so common that they've made it to uh, weather warnings on the TV and they say, you know, the weather's really cold, look out for frozen iguanas. Hey, watch out for those yeah. iguanas today. Uh, other than that, it's going to be 99 <laughs> degrees and uh, warm in the south. So there you go. If you ever see a frozen iguana, it's not um, it's not sci-fi. It's just that you're in Miami or somewhere. I don't even know what an iguana looks like. Uh, big and dragony. All ah, right. They're yeah. not They're not the yeah. big the big ones. You know the big ones that... that uh, big ones big ones you see them on the telly the big big you the biggest lizards they're a bit like crocodiles but they're giant things and I don't know where they no. are do you know the ones That's I'm talking really about creepy. I don't but I think these ones are about that big and for the people who can't See that? I'm thinking it's about two foot and that's based on that's a that's a big that's a big thing to fall out of the sky and maybe that's a lie. I feel like they're long. I feel like they're big, long, whippy tails. Like, I know what they look like. I just don't know how big they are. Like a gecko, only bigger. Yes. Okay. Yeah. There you are. There. That's Current Affairs by me. Okay. Uh, how do we get there? It doesn't really matter. Um, we talk nonsense one way or the other. My Current Affairs. Did you see on the Twitter during the week? Of course you didn't. No, I didn't. What would you be doing on the Twitter during the week? You know, uh, Sideshow Social Media Mail has been... Social Media Mail is wonderful. I, yes, I am... Um, I don't often do socials. Sorry. Okay. No, she did mention that she didn't think you... You did say last week you would do a retweet or, or one of those things. But anyway, listen, on the Twitter during the week, I came across this thing and then saw it again. A 17-year-old California girl was caught on video shoving a large bear off her fence after the animal took a swipe at her dogs. Fair play. I attacked a farm dog recently. All Fair right. Really. I didn't hit it because it bit my dog. What kind of a dog was it? It was a collie. And yeah. I ran screaming down the road like a thing possessed so i understand how you'd get the adrenaline to fight a bear i, mean, well, I don't know if i'd fight a bear but i'd give it a good go well this I, this was the a lo- the bear and its cubs were on a kind of a, a wall right uh in her back garden and um, where is it it's in california 
and the video I won't read this I'll tell you what, what I saw uh the, the dogs came out and started barking at the bear and they were little dogs you know little like kind of like Stevie that kind of size and one was a bit, little bit bigger so um, she ran out and started getting the dogs in and the bear started whirr, pawing at her that was my impression of a bear whirr. it's very good that was terrifying listen if you close your eyes right <laughs> black bear could have been there so uh, she ran out and, and the kind of bear was whirring whirr, at uh, whirr. with its paw at the, the smallest dog so she ran out, pushed the bear off the wall, and picked up the dog and legged it. Wow. That's amazing. How do we all know about this? Was it caught on camera? It was on, Yeah, it was on camera on Twitter. She said, uh, I go over to the bear, I'm looking in the eyes. That's more of a southerly accent. Let's say, I, go over, yeah, exactly, I go over to the bear, looking in the eyes. The first thing I do is to push it. Push a bear. Push an apex predator, man. She said in a TikTok video. And to be honest, I don't think I pushed it that hard. I just pushed her enough to make her lose her balance. She's a mama bear as well. If she's got her cubs with her, she's oh, yeah. even even wilder and even uh, more protective. And you wouldn't want to mess with the bear. But I wouldn't mess with someone's small dogs. Oh, certainly not. Because people with small dogs, we're, we're crazy people. You're mad. Mad people. You're we know that. I do. I'd do anything. I fought a collie and won. Exactly. Look at you. <laughs> and now you have a t-shirt on. Uh, th- this woman, she she didn't get away scot-free, though. She sprained a finger and banged her knee during the encounter. She could have been eaten by a bear. She could have been eaten by a bear. I would take a sprained knee and a banged finger over uh, over losing a limb. Or losing a... Yeah, yeah. Or losing a small dog. Or losing a small dog. Oh, God. Um, that's amazing. I think she might be my new hero. Uh, but I understand where that adrenaline would come from. I would... I, I think I would do ridiculous things for my dog I would say you probably would um, I think listen what I'll do is I will try and find it and get it up on Twitter the uh, the, the video of this thing but it's it's it looked like it was staged um, and then I watched I actually you know a lot of these videos you see them on Twitter and I watched this thing two or three times just to make sure that I was seeing what I was seeing and yeah you were seeing what you were seeing wow I am very impressed mm, it's very good as I own a miniature animal I am not surprised <laughs> Is your dog a miniature animal or is it just uh, that that's the size they grow to? No, she's half the size that she was predicted to be based on the size of her mother and father. Oh, okay. So she's supposed to weigh seven pounds and she weighs three and a half. God almighty. So that's... She's just a girl. Yeah, that, that three, that, that's like two two bags of sugar. <laughs> she's teeny tiny. She's just a little girl. She just never grew up and she's our special little Lewerke. It's like yourself, <laughs> never grew up. Yeah, <laughs> I'm tall though. Yes, I'm exactly. <laughs> I screamed at a collie. I was insane that day. I screamed. I went roaring, running after a collie, screaming. Yeah. Well, if you bite my dog, oh, what listen. happened to you was your own fault. Oh, listen. Well, yeah. was Stevie wasn't uh, worrying sheep or anything, was she? She was walking down the road and a collie came up to her and she said, hi, 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 because she, she's very, so she's literally, if you can, she's giving me a There's tennis ball. ball. Okay, you yeah. better throw it. Tennis ball. She actually put it in my hand. So there, <laughs> this is her throwing time. She's very good at knowing what time it is. Um, yeah, Collie came up, a sniff, 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 uh, and then just looked at her, put a, put his nasty paw on her neck and bit her. And I went crazy. Hmm. Good enough. Yeah, running down the road like a psycho. Running. That dog never came back, so. Oh, yeah. I won. It knew better. Yes. What's your culture? Culture is the new fidget spinner. Now, I was never really into fidget spinners because I'm not really into that kind of tactile thing, but I know people 
loved them and had a really, really uh, great sensory toys for people who um, can benefit from that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So do you, do you remember the fidget spinners? Did you like them? Did you have one? Um, th this is not that long ago and I'm not 12, so no. A lot of people who I work with have fidget spinners. That's because that's because in RTE they had nothing else to be doing. So <clears throat> I have a real job. <laughs> you have a real job. Fair enough. Um, and I had yeah, loads of friends had fidget spinners. And this new one is called the Poppet, or sometimes a posh a posh popper, <laughs> a push a push popper. Push popper. <laughs> that was harder to say than um, it should have been. I like push popper <laughs> more than poppet. I think I don't know. Um, but they're sensory toys with over three billion. Tags on TikTok and boxes of the toys emptying in Irish stores as their appeal seems to be spreading. So I do get this because it is like the it's it's got the the spirit of what you would call a bubble wrap. Yeah. It's like you, you pop it. They're like little kind of silicone, it looks like pads that you kind of pop. Um and I imagine I actually imagine that would be very satisfying. I wouldn't buy one because I'd get over it in a little bit. I'm not really a I'm not really a fidgeter. I don't need to to feel things. Um but that's just me. Uh but they look I can see how these would be really addictive. And they are selling out everywhere. Uh oh yes, in the Irish Examiner it says it's like bubble wrap, you just can't resist it. It's kind of addictive. Um, so that's Sheila of Sensation Kids, which is a network that provides support for children with additional needs. So apparently this is great that they can be popping away on this and it is soothing and stimulating uh, and it is engaging. Just buy them a load of bubble wrap, it'll be as easy, surely. One time in work they had giant bubble wrap and yep. the guys in props said, we're finished with this, do you want to roll in it? And I said, of course. What do you think? <laughs> So I had the best day ever, um, and they thought it was hilarious, I thought it was obvious, and everyone had a great time. So these are going to be a new craze uh, for everybody, apparently very beneficial to kids. They're a little bit worried that they'll get banned from schools, mm -hmm. um, like the uh, like the fidget spinners did, because I think they were driving the teachers crazy after a while. But they help kids relax, work on fine motor skills and help with loads of different conditions that sensory toys can aid with. So there you go. The new fidget spinner is out and it's called that push popper. That sounds good. Hey, I'm being professional again. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I noted. Mm. I will I will put it on um, whatever I put it on. I'm, yours better ring now. <laughs> Mine's on airplane mode. so. Oh, and I normally put mine on airplane mode, whatever it's called. <laughs> but uh, yes, I uh, didn't, obviously. Again, this it's a professional gig. That's what we're getting the big bucks for. Yeah, that's it. That's what you get for nothing for a podcast. <laughs> and iguana, just to just follow up on my last. Oh, you've piece, done. You've iguana, done. The done a copious amounts of research is from one point two to one point seven meters. They can actually grow really big. That's pretty big. That's like that's nearly six feet. That's big. I've definitely seen much smaller iguanas in people's homes. Right. But it says that yeah, snout to vent length of most of them. Oh, is 30 to 42 centimetres. That's more like what I thought. Uh, okay. okay. Anyway, that was an aside. What mm. is your culture piece? My culture piece, and I'm going to give you a the... I have a load of top tens. Woo, excellent. <clears throat> so I'm going to go through the ones we, we always do. Top ten love songs you never go for. Top ten nope. places to visit in Europe after COVID. Meh. <laughs> top ten German international hit songs. But this is the one you're going to go for. The most important inventions throughout history. 100%. I knew that. Um, and I, I, I've, I've a list. I've, I've more. 
This is going to keep us going for ages. Man with a list. Yep. Okay. Top 10 most important inventions throughout history as decided by somebody on the internet. Excellent. Always believe what you read. Oh, indeed. Um, do you want to have a go at number one before we before we get there? No, because I'm not so inventy. Uh, the the top the most the top ten inventions. God, it's not going to be like television or. Why wouldn't it be? It's Maybe not. It but why be. wouldn't it be? Well, I'm trying to think of something more like something more fundamental than that. Yeah, but I'm trying to think of something that that is every 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 one every day. Oh God. Well, let's the start cover, at ten. Cover. Um, no, not bad. Let's start at ten. The printing press. Okay, yes, I can see how that will be groundbreaking. Very mm. Developed by Jonathan uh, Johann Gutenberg in the 1440s. Great lad. Oh, g- great lad. N- well. Number nine, flight. Flight. Okay. Wright Brothers, 1903. Okay. Brought yes. the world to your door. They uh, did. Uh, number eight, penicillin. Okay, yeah, appreciate it. This is not a, this is not as fun a list as I thought it might be, to be honest with you. I didn't know we were going all those kind of... So I thought it would be like very specific mechanical inventions. Okay, so I have to think broader when yeah. I'm thinking about this. Okay. We, when, we get to, when we get to five, uh, you can have your go at number one. Okay. Number seven, fire. Was fire invented? Fire was, I would say, discovered. Yeah, than- I'd agree with you. Number six, now we're getting into it, the computer. The computer, yes. Um, developed during World War II. Um, was that by Benedict Cumberbatch? Yes, of course it was. Was it? Excellent. Yeah. What In, was it called again? The, it was uh, called Sherlock. In, yeah, Sherlock, yeah. <laughs> What's that movie called? Uh, the movie with the, Ble- the Bletchley Park thing, wasn't it? With the big computer. Yeah, was it Mr. That, Babbage was the computer? I can't remember. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, number five, the light bulb. Okay, thank you, Thomas. Oh, well yeah. done. I'm impressed. Very good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, in fact, he didn't really invent the light bulb, but he invented the. He got it to last longer. Did he? Yeah. Interesting. Okay, so and he's not the first. No, the not at all. And and you, you know something else about him? And I, I was in. Um, where was that museum? I think it was somewhere in the States. He 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 effectively had a load of people working for him who come up with inventions, and he patented them. He didn't come up with all of the things that he's said to have come up with. Because he said to have come up with a whole heap yeah. of stuff. He had a bunch of people working for him, and they were patented by the Edison company. I feel like the company burnt down at one point. Very probably from his light bulb. His light bulb. I feel like it burned down, destroying yeah. lots of things. Not trying to take anything away from it. And then they had to start again. Yeah. Uh, but again, I could have made that up. You could. Well, your extensive research will show. Okay, that's five. What do you think number one will be? Oh, God. I'm really trying to think of something fundamental that has changed everything. Um, well, number four is the wheel. Well, yeah, okay, well, that's pretty fundamental. Yep. Is one going to be the phone? Mm, no. It's not fundamental or anything, but it's no. just we were all hooked on it now. Yeah, very true. Number three, language. Language? Yeah. Okay, because that is invented. <laughs> mm, yeah, the thing that separates man from animal. Number two, the internet. The internet, yes. Fair mm. enough. And number one, again, this is not as much fun as I thought it would be. I knew you'd like the idea of it, but the, it's a bit too serious for this. And number one is electricity. Okay, so yeah. Because you wouldn't, you wouldn't be able to do an awful lot of the other things without the electricity. That's true. Um, this is. I feel like this has made me a better person. I need to think fun rather than, oh yes, that's interesting. I must, no, uh, I I must push my glasses up my nose. This has given me a better appreciation for the human condition and what I need to do to contribute in a meaningful way to improve the lives of others. I mean, I still think having my dog as a therapy dog will, will be my contribution. Goes without saying. 
she's a really good dog so well, what, what, what that has done is uh, given me five minutes where I wasn't laughing, which is good. It means my rib is not hurting me. <laughs> good. You try not to laugh there. My last story is not funny. That <laughs> <laughs> isn't supposed to be funny. <laughs> oh, right. Go on. <laughs> so it's not funny. This is my wild card. And oh. I know that I am dog heavy on the chat, but that's who I am. So can't can't change who I am. Um, my last story comes from the Beeb, uh, the, the BBC News. Dogs prefer reggae and soft rock to other music genres. Of course they do. Everyone knows that. I was surprised because our girl likes percussion. She got her name because she loves Fleetwood Mac. And so we had to call her Stevie, but she loves me. Even from the time she was about 11 weeks old, her ears would kind of prick up and dance along. She particularly enjoys the soundtrack to The Lion King. Um, I oh, got a ball, got a ball. <laughs> throw oh, the ball, throw God. the ball, throw the ball. Um, yeah, if, if I won't throw the ball enough, it'll it'll arrive at your feet and it'll get pushed into you. Um, because I, I messed up her timetable today. Uh, yes, so I have always played classical music, which I really genuinely believe can I believe it calms her down while I'm working, so that that works for me. Loves the Lion King, loves Fleetwood Mac, she likes old school rock and roll, but apparently. According to the Beeb, the dogs are really, they all have their own unique individual taste, which is why I wish we could just talk to them for just an hour in their life and find out what they like. Bob Marley. Uh, Bob Marley. So I've gone with the old, um, some of the old reggae playlists on Spotify for her during the day. She doesn't seem to have, she doesn't seem to be responding very well, but they all have their own taste. However, out of soft rock, Motown, pop, reggae and classical, this study says they spend significantly more time lying and less time standing when any music was played. So music is apparently good, slows the heart rate, stress is decreased, but particularly for soft rock and reggae. So they're doing lots of research on what our dogs like and pumping them out through different shelters and that kind of thing to um, to get a canine approved playlist so our dogs can rock out. Just get on to Spotify or whatever you use and, and get uh, greatest hits of soft rock. Yes, yeah, that's basically what I've been doing. Um, but she's she's enjoying it. She really likes. Uh, she does respond really well to easy classical. I mean, or, or or better still, go on to go on to the interweb and go on to one of the stations in the states, and you don't only get the the, the music. You get the hey, it's KHJ Soft Rock, and a little bit more Steely Dan uh, on the way. Coming up next, uh, keep it right here. Steely Dan on the radio. And um, yeah, I mean, we must do that. But she's uh, very responsive to it. And that is my wild card. Dogs like reggae. But you said soft rock as well. And soft rock, yes. But I never would have thought to put reggae on for her. I thought it would be a bit too stimulating. She, or she loves percussion. Get on to, get on to Jamaica's, Jamaica's hottest hits. She hasn't been responding very well to her reggae playlist. Mm. But <laughs> a couple of Bob Marley albums. I mean, you can't beat a bit of Bob Marley. Can't beat a bit of Bob. And there are lots of other reggae operators out there as well. Name them. And UB40. <laughs> I can go through them if you, if you want. It's not that interesting, but um, yeah, I'm sure. Uh, what is your wild card? Because I know we always cut you off before you get to do yours. We have two minutes. I'm not going to be able to do it in two minutes. Do it, do it, do it, do it. No, no. Do it. No, because, because, because this is good. It's it's okay. the jobs that no longer exist, and there's too many of them. And you I don't want to, do it for two weeks. I don't. I know. I don't want to do it over over. I don't want to. I don't want to truncate it. And I don't want to. I'll tell you what. Next week, I'll do my wild card before you. First, please do. Yes. Because okay. I actually came up with a few more yesterday when I was doing the uh, the research. 
Okay, so this is a kind of an extended research project for you. Hey, well, not really. I came across them on when I was going through the lists for other things. Okay, interesting. Um, I'll talk about iguanas less next time so you can get your, your piece in. No, I'll make sure I do. I will. I'll genuinely, next week, I will do my wild card before you. Yes, please do. <laughs> please um, do. Because it, it's, a, it's a good list for anyone it's of a certain age. Great list, yeah. I hope I'm not hyping this up too much now. Uh, well, it's all I'm going to be thinking about for the next few <laughs> days. It's the only thing that I'm going to be thinking oh, about. Oh, thank you for that uh, sore rib. <clears throat> Appreciate it, Neve. That, I'm going to think of that and how to clone a T-Rex. I need a good host animal. So what kind of an animal is that then? Uh, so the book, List 5 by Andrew Petty, um, says it's got five steps. And I talked to him about this. The more you talk about it, the more you're like, I could actually do this. <laughs> uh, so... But you, uh, he was suggesting an alligator, but then he said, you know, their their birds are the closest relatives. Yeah. So you need to find a large bird. An ostrich. I told him I had a Yorkie, and he didn't think it would work. Yeah, probably not. She's a miniature Yorkshire Terrier as well. So. It'd be a very small T-Rex. It wouldn't be very, 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 very frightening at all. So it's something to think about for the next week. Yeah. Jobs yeah. that no longer exist and cloning yeah. T-Rexes. Cloning T-Rexes. Not as unfeasible as you would think when you have a five-step plan. Oh, yeah. That's all you need. <laughs> that, that was Look at Will You Listen. Thank you for listening. <laughs> exactly. Thank you to Sideshow Social Media Mail. Thank you, Social Media Mail. If you would like to get in touch, you can get on to us on Twitter at LookItPodcast. Well or you done. can email us at look, no, wait, look it at UniqueMedia.ie. <laughs> Oh. I think I will get a script someday. Uh, yeah, I'll send it over to you. No, I won't. No, uh, no, subscribe and leave a rating or review at your podcast platform of choice. Actually, you may, you're may you allowed to come in. You do know that, and you're not too far away. I am technically allowed to come in now. Well, yeah. you were anyway, but yes. um, let's see if we can get you in over the next I don't hang around with people who jump into bins. <laughs> That's fair enough. I can, I can, I can associate with that. People. Yeah. <laughs> right, we might see you in here in the next couple of weeks, but if not sure, no. we always have the Zoom. Yes. I'm off to throw balls for my dog. You enjoy. Oh, she's gone into sleeping mode because half ten is when we sleep. <laughs> right, okay. Sleep already, oh. You've missed your slot, Neve. I know. I don't want to throw the balls. <laughs> I wish to throw the balls. And um, you throwing the balls buys us a little bit of peace. Yeah, there you um, go. Thanks, Nivelle. See you I'm next week. Bye. Look it. 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 Look